0: بسم الله محمد وعلى اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على آل ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ويجوز ان يصلي على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما ورد وعال محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اهل بيته وقوله التحيات اي جميع التحيات لله تعالى استحقاقا وملكا والصلاة الدعوات الطيبات الأعمال الصالحة وهو سبحانه يحيي ولا يسلم عليه لان السلام دعاه وتجوز الصلاة على غير النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فردا إذا لم يكثر إذا لم يكثر وإذا لم إذا لم يكفر. إذا لم يكثر
1: يكثر نعم تك يعني ذلك العمل نعم إذا لم تكثر ولم تتخذ
0: شعاراً لبعض الناس أو يوصل بها بعد بعض الصحابه اليوم بعض وتصنوا الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في هذه الصلاة وتتأكد تأكدا كثيرا عند ذكره صلى الله عليه وسلم وفي يوم الجمعة وليلتها
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير ونشهد أن محمد عبد الله وخليله ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحابته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد يقول الشيخ الإسلام رحمة الله عليه فيما سنعنا ثم إن كانت الصلاة ركعتين فقط يعني كصلاة الفجر أو كصلاة السفر المسافر الذي يقصر الصلاة يكمل في التشهد ما يجب أن يقوم به من الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عليه وعلى آله <تصفيق> أهل محمد بالصيغة الواردة في ذلك فإن الصحابة رضي الله عنهم لما نزل قول الله جل وعلا إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما جاءوا إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قالوا علمنا كيف نسلم عليك رسول الله فكيف نصلي عليك فقال لهم صلى الله عليه وسلم قولوا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد من هم ال محمد ال محمد ازواجه وذريته وخرامه والصادقون في متابعته اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وهناك لفظ آخر يروه في الصحيح كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم قال وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد في رواية كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اي طريق و اسلوب مما ثبت انه من الصلاة على النبي فعله الواحد بالصلاه اجزاء الا ان اكمل ذلك هو ما ورد في الصحيحين من هذا النص قال ويجوز ان يصلى على النبي مما وعد هذا الذي اشرت اليه والله صل على محمد وعلى ازواج محمد وال محمد واصحابه كل ما ورد من هذا الشيء وصلنا فيه جاهز الا ان الاكمل ان يحفظ الانسان النص الذي قال النبي للصحابه رضي الله عنه قول كذا وكذا فوله وقوله التحيات ما هي التحيات التحيات هي جميع الكلمات الكريمة الطيبة التي يحسن أن يخاطب بها الكرام العقلاء والعباد الله التحيات لله يعني إدخال على الكلمة تدل على الاستغراق أي أن جميع التحيات الكاملات لله التحيات لله أي جميع التحيات لله هو المستحب لها وهو المالك لها والصلاوات قال الصلاوات الدعوات يعني الدعاء يسمى صلاة وفي الحديث فيما يتعلق بالدعوة على الأكل إذا دعي الواحد فيستجيب قال وإن كان صائما فليصلي قصده فليدعو والله يقول للنبي فصلي عليهم إن صلاتك سكتن لهم يعني دعاءك ودعو لهم والصلوات الدعوات والطيبات الأعمال الصالحة فالأعمال الصالحة كلها طيبة لكن ما هي الأعمال الصالحة الأعمال التي شرعها رسول الله لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رديا غير مقبول يعني غير طيب وطيبات الأعمال الصالحة فهو سبحانه يحيى يعني يسلم عليه يحيى يمجد ويثنى عليه ولا يقال السلام عليك يا إلهي لأنه هو السلام ولذلك الصحابه لما أنهم كانوا يقولون في صلاتهم في أول إسلامهم السلام على الله من عباده فقال لهم النبي لا تقولون كذلك فإن الله هو السلام ومن السلام ولكن قولوا كذا وكذا لأن السلام دعاء الله لا يدعاه وإنما يدعى هو والدعاء كما هو معلوم قسمان الدعاء عباده ودعاء مسأله دعاء العبادة وثنى على الله. اللهم تقول اللهم أنت الغفور الرحيم، أنت الرحمن الرحيم، أنت العفو الكريم، أنت الرزاق الخوث المثيم. تمجد الله من لازم هذا التمجيد أنك بوصفك له هذه الأوصاف العاليه يعني تطلب منه يقول لا لأن السلام دعاء. وانما الله لا يدعى له غني عن العباد وكما في حديث ابي ذر الصحيح الذي يقول الله فيه وقدسي يقول الله انكم لن تبلغوا ضري فتضروني ولن تبلغوا نفعي فتنفعوني انتم مهما فعلتم تنفعون انفسكم فقط بما تطلبهم من الله ثم يقول رحمة الله عليه في هذه الكلمات وتجوز الصلاة على غير النبي ولا منفردا إذا لم يكثر ذلك ممكن تقول صلى الله على عمر ابي بكر وعثمان وعلي ممكن تقول صلى لكن لا تتخذها عادة مألوفة إذا لم يكثر ولم تتخذ شعارا لبعض الناس الرافضة مثلا والذين يدعون أن عندهما ولا أكثر لآل النبي تجد إذا جاء كلام عن أحد من آل البيت قالوا عليه السلام أو صلى الله عليه وسلم هو ليس بمحرم لكن تخصيص احد بعمل وهو دون من هو افضل منه مثلا افضل الناس على الاطلاق من الصحابه ابو بكر وافضل الناس بعد ابي بكر عمر وافضل الناس بعد عمر على خلاف واتفق اتفق اهل السنه ان له عثمان فكل من يغلطون حتى من هالسلم إذا جاء ذكر علي قالوا كرّم الله وجهه لأنه لم يشرك. طيب الذي ولد من الصحابة في عهد النبي لم يشرك. ما يقولون كرّم الله وجهه. مثلا عبد الله بن الزبير ولد في المدينة أول مولود في الإسلام ولد. ومن الصحابة ومن الشجعان البارزين. لماذا لا يقال صلى الله عليه أو كرم الله وجهه ينبغي أن لا يميز أحد من الصحابة بشيء إلا إذا كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ميزه لأن معرفة فضائل الأشخاص وفضائل الأيام وفضائل الأماكن لا يمكن أن يعطي تعلم إلا عن طريق محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فلا إيه. إيه. على غير النبي منفردا إذا لم يكثر ولم تتخذ شعارا لبعض الناس أو يقصد بها بعض الصحابه دون بعض لا يجوز أن يقال مثلا إذا مر اسمعني قيل عليه السلام إذا مر عمر قال بس رضي الله عنه يقول عن عمر ما سلك عمر فجن إلا وسلك الشيطان فجن غير فج عمر ولا قال الذي لأحد من الصحابة هي إن الشيطان لا يهابك وقد قال لعمر رضي الله عنه هي ابن الحطاب إن الشيطان لا يخافك أو يهابك فمما لا شك فيه كما يقول ابن عمر كان الصحابة متفقين على أن أفضل الصحابة بعد النبي أبو بكر ومتفقين على أن أفضل الصحابة بعد بكر عمر قال وتسل الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في غير الصلاة يعني إذا سمعت اسم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من السنة هم تصلي عليه النبي ذكر أن البخيل كل البخير من إذا ذكرت عنده لا يصلي عليه وهذه يغفر عنها كثير من الناس ينبغي أن يتعاهد الواحد نفسه عند كل ما يذكر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أن يقول صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم أنت لما تصلي على النبي أنت الرابح أنت محصل المكسب ان الذي يقول من صلى علي صلاه واحده وفي لفظ صلاه واحده صلى الله عليه بها عشرا عشرا فلا شك ان المسلم لما يصلي على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هو محسن الكسب هو الرابه يصلي عليه الله جل وعلا عشر مرات وتسل الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في غير الصلاة وتتأكد كثيرا عند ذكره وفي يوم الجمعة وفي ليلة ليلة الجمعة متى تبدأ ليلة الجمعة من غروب الشمس من يوم الخميس دخلت ليلة الجمعة إلى صلاة الفجر إلى غروب الشمس يوم الجمعة لا شك أن الجمعة لها ميزة أولا أنها سيدة الأسبوع وأنها عيد المسلمين متكرر الصلاة التي يحسن بالمصلي أن يتهيأ لها بما يناسب من جميل اللباس وطيبة رائحة وأنه حث على ذلك في يوم الجمعة فالإكثار من الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من أفضل الأعمال أسأل الله جل وعلا ان يوفقنا جميعا ثم أنظروا إلى هذه العبادة العظيمة الصلوات الخمس والنوافل التي شرعها الله العبادة مليئة بهذه الخيرات من ثناء على الله جل وعلا من شهادة أن لا إله إلا الله وشهد أن محمد رسول الله والصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وما يشرع للعبد أن يحرص عليه من الدعاء في صلاته في آخرها إذا كانت ربعية وإذا كانت غير رباعيه في الوقت الذي يكون قريبا من السلام الركعه الاخيره وقبل و في قراءه التشهد والتشهد كما هو معلوم من اركان الصلاه التي عدها شيخ الاسلام 14 ركن منها التحيات بما فيها شهاده لا اله الا الله وان محمد رسول الله والصلاه على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فهذه الأركان والأركان إذا غفل عنها لم تصح الصلاة وإن سهى عنها لم تصح الصلاة فأسأل الله جل وعلا أن يوفقنا جميعا لإحسان هذه العبادة والعناية بها والحرص على أدائها من الرجال والفتيان المميزين في المساجد إن في أذن الله أن ترفع ويذكر فيها سبب وأما النساء فيجوز لهم أن يصلين في المسجد إذا لم يكن خوف عليهم والذي قال لا تمنع إماء الله يعني النساء مساجد الله وبيوتهم خير لهم وقال إذا استأذنت امرأة أحدكم الى المسجد فلا يمنعها وبيتها خير لها فَإِذَا علمت إذا صَلَّتْ في تُصَلِّي تُصَلِّ فِي The shaykh Allah by
0: praising Allah. And we seek the assistance of Allah, we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our deeds. There is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. He is alone. And he has no partners, and he's able to do all things. And we bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and messenger, and the one who Allah held dear. May Allah, <coughs> may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. May Allah be pleased with his companions and those who follow them in good until the day of judgment. The author, Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, Rahim Allah Ta'ala mentioned so if the prayer is two units only, Shaykh said, for example, Salat al-Fajr is two units. Or, an individual with his family, so he shortens his prayer to two units. Then, at the end of the prayer, the person would send salams upon the Prophet wasallam by saying, Oh Allah, may your peace and blessings be upon Muhammad and upon the family of Muhammad just as you have done so with the family of Ibrahim Verily you are the all praised, the most glorified So the Shaykh mentioned Abib Allah So this is uh, the end of the prayer If it for example salat Salatul Fajr or the individuals traveling They would send salams upon the Prophet Wasallam. And this took place because when Allah Jal said Allah revealed the verse in the Quran Verily Allah and the angels send peace and blessings upon the, the Prophet. O oh, you who believe, send peace and blessings upon him. So when this verse was revealed, the companions went to the Prophet ﷺ and said, How do we send the peace and blessings upon you? And when they Asked the Prophet that question He told them this uh, this manner of sending the blessings upon him By saying, "O oh Allah, uh, may your peace and blessings be upon Muhammad And upon the family of Muhammad To the end of that which uh, oh, we'll say, oh Allah, may your peace and blessings be upon Muhammad And upon the family of Muhammad Just as you have done with the family of Ibrahim Verily, you are the all-praised and the most glorified and bless Muhammad And the family of Muhammad Just as you have blessed Ibrahim, The family of Ibrahim You are the most praised And glorified So this is that Which the prophet Sallallahu his companions And there are other Manners of sending The the peace and blessings Upon Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa For example uh, You would say Oh Allah uh, Send peace and blessings Upon Muhammad And upon the wives of Muhammad and the children of Muhammad. Afwan. No. That wasn't what I saying. The, the Shaykh Habib Allah Ta'ala mentioned there are other uh, manners of sending salams upon the Prophet But that which is more uh, befitting is that we do it in the way the Prophet wasallam the companions. Then he said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, who are the family members? Because in this uh, in this supplication it says, oh Allah, send May the peace and blessings be upon Muhammad and the family of Muhammad. So then the Sheikh Habib Allah Ta'ala went on to explain, Who are the family of Muhammad? That's where I made a mistake. Uh, Habib Allah Ta'ala, he said, So who are the family of Muhammad? The family of Muhammad are the wives of Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and his offspring, and his relatives who followed him. And his relatives who followed him. Then he, Habib Allah Ta'ala, said, uh, so any manner that you choose, which is authentically reported, it's permissible. So, for example, in this one, O Allah, send peace and blessings upon Muhammad and upon the family of Muhammad, just as you have done with Ibrahim, the family of Ibrahim. So he said, so any of them that you find which is authentic, it's permissible for you to say them. But that which is best is this one, which is reported as Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. One, that the Prophet Sallallahu taught his companions, and then he said, "No." Nah. Then later on, he said, "For example, there is one where it is mentioned that the Prophet Sallallahu or it was one that is mentioned that you say, say, oh 'O Allah, send peace and blessings upon Muhammad and upon the wives of Muhammad and his uh, family members and his companions.' So there is one which is reported that you send salams upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and upon his wives." and upon his uh, relatives and his companions. But that which is better and preferred is that you do the one that the Prophet ﷺ taught the companions when they questioned him. At-tahiyyat. At-tahiyyat which are the greetings. Uh, what is the exact meaning of it? The Shaykh Habibullah Ta'ala every word which is good. Every word which is good. Um, this is that which uh, is meant by at every greeting which is good. So when you say at was salawatu wa tayyibatu all of the good speech belongs to Allah. When you say alif lam, when you place uh, the alif and the lam on the word at the, the greetings, that means all of it is for Allah. So all of the good speech, uh, it belongs to Allah Allah uh, And Allah deserves that we speak to Him with good speech, and verily, Allah is our Lord. as salawats, which are the prayers, and the invocations, these are, no, these are the invocations, these are the supplications. So, and the Sheikh mentioned ta'ala, you do have in the legislation that when something is described as a prayer, uh, it means a supplication. For example, you have in the hadith, where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, if any of you is invited to eat, uh, and the individual is fasting, then they should make a prayer, meaning they should supplicate for the person who invited them. And likewise, uh, Allah Azza wa Jalla mentioned in the Quran: Allah ordered His Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to send prayers upon the people. Inna salataka Verily, your prayer is comfort for them, meaning your supplication your supp- supplication is comfort for them so allah azza ordered his prophet to supplicate for the the believers which are the good deeds tayyibat are the good deeds and the shaykh habib allah Ta'ala explained that what are the good deeds they are the deeds which are legislated by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam any deed which is legislated in the religion uh, this is a good deed the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever does an action which is not in accordance with the legislation, it is rejected. So that means it is not good. So, uh, are the good deeds, and those are the deeds which are legislated in Islam. So, the author تعالى, mentioned that we do not sin. Uh, the prayers upon Allah Azwajal, because Allah Azwajal, He is the one that we pray to. He is the one that we pray to. So Allah is deserving that we glorify Him, that we exalt Him, but we do not uh, supplicate for Allah Azwajal, rather we pray to Allah. As it took place in the beginning of Islam, the Sahaba, they would say, Assalamu lillahi. They would say, the, the prayers be upon Allah. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Don't say that, for verily Allah is the peace. Verily Allah is the peace. So we uh, we pray to Allah, as we go, but we don't supplicate for Allah. And the Shaykh mentioned, As we know, there are two types of dua. There are two types of dua. You have the dua of worship, which is the dua of ibadah. And you have the du'a al-mas'ala Which is the du'a that you're supplicating uh, And seeking something from Allah So one of the types of du'a Is du'a al-ibadah And the second is du'a al-mas'ala The du'a al-ibadah Is that you are glorifying Allah You're praising Allah Oh Allah You are the, the most forgiving You are the most merciful You are the pardoner You are the, the generous And that which is Understood is that if you are calling on Allah with these names—the Most Merciful, the Most Forgiving, uh, the One Who Pardons, the Most Generous—that means that you are seeking from Allah to be merciful to you. You are seeking from Allah to be generous to you. You are seeking from Allah to pardon your your sins. So, what we understand is that we do not supplicate for Allah, but rather we worship Allah and we seek from from Him to and you have that also mentioned Shaykh Habib Allah Ta'ala mentioned That you also have that mentioned In the hadith of Abu Dhar Al-Ghafari Radhi Allah And the Sahih Imam al That Allah Azawajal said In the hadith in Qudsi Verily, o, o my servants You cannot You will never have the ability to harm me Nor would you have the ability to bring uh, good to me So the harm and the benefit is for us It is not for Allah So we do not supplicate uh, for Allah Jal. Then the author mentioned Havibullah Ta'ala, Rahimullah Ta'ala, Sheikh Muhammad bin Abdu'l-Wahhab. He said, And it is permissible that we send peace and blessings upon other than the Prophet. But we should not make it something which is consistent. We should not make it something which is. uh, 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 We should not make it a pattern. Um, And he said, No, this is correct. It is permissible for us to say. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon a person, another person. Other than the Prophet but it should not be something which is consistent. More, for example, we can say, uh, uh, So we can say, May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon uh, Abu Bakr. And may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Umar. Um, but we should not make it a habit. We should not make it a habit. For example, you have the Uh when they mention uh, the family of the Prophet ﷺ, they supplicate for them. They said, May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon so and so from the family of the Prophet ﷺ. But when they mention other companions, they do not do the same. They do not do the same. So we're not saying, the Shaykh Habibullah said, so we're not saying that it's haram to send salams upon other individuals, but it should not be specific for an individual, especially when you have someone who is Greater in merits than that person, and he said, for example, uh, the Sahaba. There was a consensus amongst the Sahaba that the best of them was Abu Bakr, and then Omar, and then Uthman, and then there became اختلاف Was it Uthman or Ali? But most, uh, but that which the companions agreed upon is that it is Uthman. So you find the روايات when they mention Ali, they said, may Allah, uh, they say, may Allah bless his face. When they mention Ali, رَضِيَ اللَّهُ they said, "May Allah bless his face." But when they mentioned, because they said Ali was young and he never committed shirk before Islam, they said he never committed shirk before Islam. But the Sheikh said, But that's the case with other companions. For example, Abdullah bin Zubair, رَضِيَ اللَّهُ he was the first companion born in Medina. So he was the first companion born in Islam, and after the migration from Mecca to Medina the first companion that was born into Islam was Abdullah bin anhu. So he never committed shirk before uh, pre-Islamic days but when they mention him they don't say may Allah bless his face So they make tafsis, they specify when they mention Ali they specify him something with something with the supplication that they don't specify the other companions. So it is not permissible to do so in Islam We do not know the shaykh Habib Allah ta'ala said so we do not know the merits uh, and the virtues of an individual nor the virtues of particular days nor the virtues of particular places except that the Prophet ﷺ has informed us so it is not permissible based on that it is not permissible to uh, when we mention Ali that we say may Allah bless his face but when we mention Abu Bakr and we mention Umar we don't say anything specific and we know the merits of Nakhir, and we know the merits of, of, of Umar the Prophet ﷺ said that the shaytan does not tread... Afwan, the Prophet ﷺ said that Umar does not tread a path except that the shaytan takes a, a, a different path. So, uh, which means that the shaytan was uh, afraid of Umar. So this shows of the, of the, of the great merits of, of Umar. And uh, Ibn Umar تعانه, عنه, Ibn Umar mentioned that the companions were in consensus that the best of them was Abu Bakr and then Umar. So why we don't find them uh, saying, May Allah bless their faces. So this is not permissible. And then Sheikh uh, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab mentioned that it is also from the sunnah that we send salutations upon the Prophet even if we're not in prayer. Even if we're not in prayer. So for example, if you hear the name of the Prophet you should send peace and blessings upon him. And this is something which many people are negligent of. And the Shaykh said, Habib Allah Ta'ala, that the Prophet ﷺ said, the one who is singy is the individual that my name is mentioned and he does not send the peace and blessings upon me. So the Shaykh said, that this is something that many of us are negligent of and we should understand that we are the ones that benefit when we do so. When you hear the name of the Prophet ﷺ, and you send the peace and blessings upon him, you are the one that benefits. As the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever sins... Uh, Peace and blessings upon me. Once Allah would send it upon him ten times. So you are the one who benefits. Allah sends or Allah جل, uh, uh, blesses you when you send salams upon the Prophet وسلم, You do it upon the Prophet once. Allah does it to, upon you uh, ten times. And specifically, yom al jumah and the night of jum'a when uh, the yom. Jum'ah begins, and the shaykh said, Habibullah ta'ala, when does it begin? It begins uh, at the setting of the sun on Thursday night. So once the sun sets on Thursday, that is the the night of Jum'ah has begun. So it is uh, befitting and recommended that we increase in our uh, sending peace and blessings upon the Prophet wasallam. And he mentioned some of the merits of the day of Jum'ah. It is the best day of the week. And it is the, the Eid of the Muslims which is repeated every week. So it is befitting that the believer sends Salams upon the Prophet on this night and the day. And he said, and also from the things, from the etiquette of Jum'ah, is that you wear the, the best of clothing and that you uh, should perfume yourself, you should wear a fragrance. Uh, this was encouraged by the Prophet and then he said, "So it is upon the believer to look at these tremendous acts of worship, uh, whether they are the five obligatory uh, prayers or the the, the the recommended, the arbitrary prayers, because verily these acts of worship are these acts of worship are filled with with good deeds. Um, from those good deeds, is that we are uh, glorifying Allah, we're praising Allah Azza wa from these good deeds is that we are bearing witness to the oneness of Allah from these good actions is that we are sending salams upon the Prophet sallallahu uh, alaihi And he's talking about in the Salat Likewise, uh, the fact, it's befitting that an individual They take advantage of the, the final tashahhud by supplicating and seeking from Allah um, And then he mentioned Habib Allah that um, Also, you have the sending salams upon the Prophet which was considered by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, to be from the pillars of the prayer. Meaning, if a person does not send the peace and, and blessings upon the Prophet then Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, considered the prayer to be incomplete. He mentioned 14 uh, pillars of the prayer, and from them is to send salams upon the Prophet sallallahu so the Shaykh Habibullah ta'ala closed with us and by saying we ask Allah to give us the tawfiq uh, all of us the tawfiq to conduct these prayers in the best of manners and we ask Allah to give us the ability to focus on uh, conducting these prayers especially the men to perform them in the masjid, and for the, the boys that have uh, distinction uh, to, they should perform them in the masjid and the women they should perform them in the homes, but if they seek permission from their husband to attend the masjid and there is no fear, uh, then the husband should not uh, deny her the ability to pray in the masjid. But verily, as the Prophet said, uh, if the females seek, or the hadith of the Prophet do not prevent the females from attending the masjid, but their homes are better for them. So, and there's another hadith of the Prophet said, if the female Requests from you to attend the masjid. You should not prevent her, but her homes are better for her. That was the end of the lesson. As salamu alaykum. صال احسن الله لي متى يشير المصلي بسبابته في التشهد يشير
1: بسبابته يحوى يصبح بجانب الوسطى بينها وبين الإلهام عندما يمر على ذكر الله إذا قال اللهم أغفر لي أشار بيده اللهم صلي على محمد أو إذا قال أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله Yamber, he had a hand, and never a smile. He shares in a land of law who are ما فعل laugh. Like إلا أنه بقدر ما be ما ورد عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يكون ذلك أولى وأعظم
0: individual is asking when does the person who is praying? point with their index finger and in the end of the prayer. The Shaykh mentioned Allah. Ta'ala. Uh, index finger obviously is mentioned that the index finger is between the thumb and the middle finger. But that which the person or the time that the person should point with this finger is when they mention the name of Allah. For example if the person says, Oh Allah forgive me, then they should point with the index finger or if the person says, I've witness that there's no deity worthy of worship except Allah, they should point with the middle finger, with the index finger. one. And if the person does not, he said, if the person does not, throughout the the end of the prayer, if the person does not point with the index finger, the prayer is accepted. But the more a person uh, implements the sunnah of the Prophet the better and the better it is, the more, uh, the greater it is in reward. يقول السارح صلما لي إذا أدرك المسافر الرقعة الأخيرة من صلاة العشاء مع جماعة المقيمين هل عليه أن يزيد رقعة إلى صلاته فقط أن يكمل صلاته؟
1: إذا دخل المسافر مع المقيم في الصلاة فإنه يصلي صلاة المقيمين the individual is asking if a, a traveller
0: enters into the, the prayer at the end of the prayer and He's joining the prayer of individuals who are not who are individuals who are residents they're not travelers does he have to only make um the prayer of a traveler shorten his prayer or does he have to complete his prayer <coughs> the shaykh mentioned <coughs> if uh, a traveler joins a resident who is praying then he has to jo- he has to pray the prayer of the resident uh, even if he only reaches the last tashahhud. even if he only uh, reaches the last tushahit then he has to pray Pray the complete prayer of the the resident, not the traveler. This is the sunnah. you We have in Saudi Arabia, and the هل يجوز لنا you صور of
1: the not we have children who
0: are born in Saudi, or with us in Saudi Arabia and we would like to send some of their pictures to our relatives in other countries. Is it permissible? The Sheikh mention Abi wa ta'ala. <coughs> uh, inshallah, there's no problem in doing so. Although taking photos is not something which is praised, but I hope that there's no problem in you doing so for this reason. بخلصان ما حكم إقلاع المرأة الشعر الذي يمرت بين حاجبيها
1: النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لعن المامصة والمتنمصة والتي تعتني بحاجبيها وتزيل ما لا تريده من الشعر هذا الذي ينبت بين الحاجبين ليس is it
0: permissible for a female to to pluck or to cut the the hair that grows between her eyebrows Sheikh But the Prophet has cursed the female that plucks her eyebrows, and the one who orders that it is done, or the female who orders it, and the one who doesn't. Um, and this is the hair which grows on the eyebrows. So the shakims have Allah Ta'ala. So you have the women that pluck this hair uh, that which they don't want from their eyebrows, and then you have, you said you have fufilaf with regard to that which grows in between the eyebrows. But he said, what, "What is correct, or the most, uh, the strongest opinion, is that uh, this is not permissible." يقول السائل: "الصلاة ليك هل يجوز للمرأة خضور أو أو المرأة الحائذ التي عندها حيد أو نفاس هل يجوز لها أن تعبد دروس الدروس في المسجد؟"
1: هاي individual جزء لها is it كان بالامكان ما من الدروس خارج المصلى يعني permissible for a female
0: uh, with both natal bleeding or mentis to attend the lessons in the masjid, the Sheikh mentioned ah, earlier is not permissible for a female with uh, her mentis to stay in the masjid. Uh, if she has the ability to listen while she's outside the prayer area, meaning while she, he said meaning while she's outside the building of the masjid, then uh, it's no problem. But she should not remain in the
1: masjid. <laughs> Then the
0: shaykh ta'ala added If she wants to enter into the masjid to, to, leave, to take something or to leave something And then she leaves, there's no problem in her doing so But what is uh, forbidden is that she remains in the masjid هل ورد في السنة أن المصلي يشير بسبابته بين ستلتين كما يشير بهذا التشهد الأخير؟ لا لن يرد
1: نصا بهذا لكن ورد بأن الإنسان عندما يذكر الله ينبغي أن يشير بهذه الإشارة الدالة على وحدانية الله جل وعلا
0: So, the, the individual is asking the person, uh, is it mentioned in the sunnah that an individual who is praying uh, between the two sajdas, uh, do they point with their index finger as they do so at the end of the prayer? The shahid said, no, that is not mentioned uh, by text, but what is mentioned is that when a person uh, mentions Allah, they point with their index finger to indicate the oneness of Allah يقول السال أحسن الله عليك إذا عرفت يقيناً بأن هناك شخص يريد أن يل يلتحق بالداعش فهل علي إخبار الحكومة بذلك خاصة إذا كانت الحكومة غير مسلمة الحكومة غير مسلمة غير
1: لا ينبغي لا تخبرها
0: Individuals asking Asra, if the individual is asking, "If I know with certainty uh, that an individual intends to join ISIS, uh, is it upon me to inform the, the, the government, even if it's a non-Muslim government?" He said, "It is not befitting that you do not inform them, and yani, it is upon you to inform them." يَقُولُ السَّارِعُ مَحُومُ al
1: النقاب جائز للمراه ينبغي ان تحرص المراه على عدم كشف وجهها واذا كانت محتاجه لترى الطريق على بسه النقاب هو من العلبسه التي كانت العرب مثلا وعقرها الاسلام وانما نهيت المحرمه بالحج او العمره ان تنتقد the individuals
0: is asking what is the ruling wearing the niqab? The Shaykh mentioned it is permissible for the woman to wear the niqab, and it is befitting that a female does not expose her face. Um, and she would only, for example, lift it if she needs to see the road or something like that. <coughs> He said that the Arab, they used to wear the, the Arab. It was their culture to wear uh, to cover their faces before, and something that Islam approved of. Uh, the only thing, the only time it was mentioned that the women should not uh, wear the niqab being tied uh, is during Hajj or Umrah. But other than that, it is permissible for a woman to wear the niqab and this from the clothing of is the Islamic clothing, which is well known. يقول هنا امراه اسلمت وليس لديها اقارب من المسلمين فهل يجوز لها ان تحج او تعتمد بدون محرم وهل يجوز لها ان تذهب مع جماعة, مع جماعه من النساء
1: اذا كان ليس لها احد من قرابتها مسلم وكان بامكانها ان تخرج من بلاد الكفر الى بلاد الاسلام فينبغي أن, ان تحرص على ذلك وَمَنْ أَشْرَفْ الْخُرُوجِ أَنْ تَخْرُجَ the
0: individual is asking if a female enters into Islam and she doesn't have any Muslim relatives is it for Muslim power to make hajj or umrah and the sheikh without a male guardian? The sheikh makes her happy Tala, the female who does not have the female who enters into Islam and she does not have a male Muslim male guardian then she has the ability to leave the land of kufr and uh, migrate to the land of Islam, then she should do so. And the best way of her doing so, or one of the best means of her doing so, is by starting with Hajj, or by making the Hajj or the Umrah. يقول لمن يقدم, ثقافته لِمَنْ يُقَدَّمْ ثَقَافَتُهُ وَتَقَالِيدُهُ على الدين الدين لا
1: يقدم عليه شيء إن أشرف عمل من الإنسان أن يتقرب إلى الله بما شرعه يمغي أن يهتم بالثقافة التي يفهم بها this religion I mean, that is the
0: truth is the what's your advice for an individual that gives precedence to his, uh, his culture and his understanding over Islam the Shaykh mentioned it's not fitting to give precedence to anything above Islam <laughs> For very little, Islam is the greatest of affairs. So it is upon and the individual cannot seek nearness to Allah Azza wa Jal except for it is befitting, of one. it is befitting for an individual to seek nearness to Allah Azza wa Jal by that which Allah has legislated. So uh, a person should only, uh, so the knowledge that an individual has or the culture that an individual has. Um, This should support his religion, this should support his religion because verily the religion of Islam is the religion of of truth. بدي اسال على صرايح في بعض الحديث ذكر او ذكر في بعض الحديث من فضائل يوم الجمعه حبوط ادم عليه الصلاه والسلام من الجنه فلماذا ذكر هذا في الحديث <تصفيق> يعني في من جمله فضائل يوم الجمعه هبوط ادم عليه الصلاه والسلام من الجنه فلماذا ذكر هذا
1: يعني ان يوم الجمعه فيه أيام فيه أمور عظام فيه أيضا تقوم الساعة فهو حريم بأن الإنسان يتذكر أن آدم أهبط من الجنة لخطيئة ارتكبها فلنذكر هو في خطاياه التي قد تكون سببا في حالة بينه وبين الجنة يتذكر أن هذا اليوم يوم القيامة تقوم الساعة فيه يَدْرِي <that> in in <about> <love> no.
0: Individuals asking, in some of the narrations uh, that, uh, which uh, the merits uh, of the day of Jummah are mentioned, that Adam الله الله was taken out of gym. So why is this mentioned as some of the merits? Shaykh mentioned, uh, it's just to inform that these are tremendous affairs which take place on the day of judgment from those tremendous affairs is that there will be a from the tremendous affairs that will take place on Jummah and from those tremendous affairs is that the day of judgment will take place on the day of Jummah so it is upon a person to reflect and to think about the fact that Adam a.s. was taken out of Jannah on this particular day because of a sin that he had committed. So the person would reflect over his sins and he would think that um, maybe this would be something, with, I mean, his sins are something that prevent him from entering into Jinnah. So he repents from his sins. So this is one of the, the merits, that an individual would under reflect over the fact that the Day of Judgment would take place on Jummah and it can take place at the end of that day itself. So it's upon an individual to be diligent in obedience to Allah Azza wa Jal. So this brings about that affair. The the
1: and the لما أمر فيما يتعلق بالنساء فقال له شخص أرأيت الحمو الحمو قريب الزوج أخو الزوج فقال عليه السلام الحمو الموت الخطر منه أخبر أن الناس لا يظنون فيه ضمن آخر فينبغي للمرأة امتعتني فيما يتعلق بالصيانة محاسنها عن إخوة زوجها أو أبناء الناس الذي وصفهم بأنهم
0: just asking is it upon a female or is it permissible for a woman to reveal her face in front of the brothers of her husband the prophet ordered the companions with regards to Females and being alone in the likes. One of the Or some of the commands said, What about the my brother? I mean, the brother in law of the female. And the Prophet said, uh, That's death, which means the danger of your brother is even greater. So, and he said, It's Sheikh Hadith said, Because people wouldn't think that. The brother of the husband would be dangerous so the shaykh said Habib Allah so it is, is mandatory for a female to protect herself and to cover her beauty even from uh, her brother-in-law and the children of her uh, her brother-in-law because verily this individual uh, this individual the dangers of this individual and falling into something with this individual is even greater. the do the to be النساء؟
1: to بأس أن النساء. علاقات the للتعليم أو إلى الله يحل وما لا يحل. فإن هذا من الأعمال role of the
0: with regards to affairs of the masajid, is it permissible or is it permissible for females to, to organize uh, gatherings for females? And the Shaykh mentioned Abdullah there's no problem with females organizing gatherings to teach other females and to call them to Allah and to guide them and to inform them what is haram and what is halal because this is considered, in fact this is considered from the good deeds.
1: اولا الحمد لله جل وعلا الذي يسر لنا هذا الاجتماع واساله جل وعلا باسمائه وصفاته ان يجعل عملنا خالصا لوجهه موافقا لسنه نبيه صلى الله عليه وسلم نافعا لنا في حياتنا واخرتنا كما أسأله جل وعلا باسمائه وصفاته ان يعز الاسلام والمسلمين وان يذل الكفره والكافرين والمنافقين وأن يخزي الدعوة الصفوية التي ترفع لآياتها إيران وهي دعوة فازلة خبيثة سبقا أشرت إليكم أن في عهدها الأول كان المذهب الشافعي منتشرا في إيران كله ثم لما حكم شخص اسمه إسماعيل الصفوي واعتنق مذهبا الراقضة قتل أكثر من مليون نفر في في الزمان يعني في القرن التاسع أواخر التاسع ووائل العاشر وهم الآن يتطلعون لأن يعيدوا شيئا من مجدهم الخبيث فنسأل الله جل وعلا أن يمقتع دعوةهم ويجير المسلمين من شرهم ويحصل الم البلدان الإسلامية أن يحصلها ويحفظها من أن يدخل في هذا المذهب السيء كما أسأله جل وعلا بإسمائه الصفا أن يعالج أهل يعاجل أهل الشام بالفرج وأهل شرق آسيا بالفرج أيضا من الوثنيين. وأن يحفظ علينا في بلادنا هذه آمننا على ديننا ودنيانا وأن ينجح المهمه التي قام بها الملك سلمان بن عبد العزيز في كبت الحوثيين وهم جزء من الطائفة الاثنى عشرية الراغرة ولذلك ايران على لساني ورئيس الدولة يذمون السعودية لأنها نصرت رئيس الدولة اليمنية لما استجاء عرب الله جل وعلا ثم بإخوانه من المسلمين على صد هذا المذهب النجس أسأل الله جل وعلا ان يحقق لما قصده الملك من الخير اعلاه ويكفينا كل الشر ويجيرنا من الفتن وان يصلح حال المسلمين الان في مصر وليبيا وبقيه البلاد الإسلامية وان ينقذ العراق مما هو فيه وان يحقق لنا عاجلا غير عاجل انتصار الحق على الباطل بمنه وكرمه كما اساله جل وعلا باسمائه وصفاته أن يشفي مرضى المسلمين ويغني كل مسلم عن الناس ويقضي الدينا عن المدينين وعن يرحم أمواتنا وأحياءنا وعن يصلح حالنا وحال أبنائنا وذرياتنا وأحبابنا من المسلمين في كل مكان إنهم يجيبوا الدعاء وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على نبينا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا
0: the shaykh habibullah ta'ala closed the lesson by praising Allah azawajal, the one who has allowed us to gather. And we ask Allah to make our actions sincere for his face and in accordance with the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu We ask Allah to make our actions beneficial for us in this life and the next. We ask Allah to give mighty glory to Islam and the Muslims and the basic disbelievers and the hypocrites. And we ask Allah to destroy the da'wah of the safiween those who are being uh, lifted by uh, the individuals in Iran. And he mentioned that this is a, uh, a failing call. And he mentioned previously, Habib that previously uh, the madhhab al-Shafi'i was in this area of Iran, but then we had an individual that gained control, Ismail is suffering, and he took the Madhab of, of al-Wafid, and then he killed more than a million people during his rulership, which was at the end of the 9th century and the beginning of the 10th cent- century. And these individuals are trying to get their status back. Um, they're trying to get their status back. So we ask Allah as done, to protect the Muslims from the evil. And we ask Allah as done, to protect the Muslims in all parts uh, of the world and to allow them to uh, not have this madhab, the, the suffering, uh, the rafidah, to enter uh, their lands. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to give the people of Syria ease and the people of uh, the people of uh, East Asia to give them ease. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jalla to protect our religion and our worldly affairs. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to give success to that which uh, Al-Malik Salman bin Abdul Aziz Ta'ala, has began by fighting the Houthiyun. For verily they are a uh, a portion of uh, the the Rouafid, and they're being supported by the people in Iran and Khomeini himself and uh, the the King of Afwan, the President of Iran. They mentioned uh, publicly they mentioned that they uh, blamed Saudi Arabia and for supporting the, the Yemeni president. The very Yemeni president first he sought assistance from Allah, then he sought support from his brothers to fight the Houthis. So we ask Allah to allow that which King Salman has begun in the war against the Houthi Union. we ask Allah to give rectification to the affairs of the Muslims, especially in Egypt and in Libya and the other Muslim countries. And we ask Allah to correct that which has gone wrong in Iraq. And we ask Allah to support the truth and to debase the falsehood. And we ask Allah to cure any Muslim who is sick. And we ask Allah to allow the Muslims to be independent and self-sufficient from others. And we ask Allah to have mercy upon those, the Muslims who have died, and to correct and rectify our affairs and affairs of our children and our family members. And our last supplication is all praise be to Allah, the Lord of the world, and all the peace and blessings of Allah be upon Muhammad, and his family members and companions. Sure, so.
1: Sure.